Hallelujah. 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 I love this church. Actually, let me rephrase that. I love all the people in the church. You know, and it's like you want to come in and you want to feel like family. I feel like I'm family. You know, I just got back from Pakistan on Monday and there was a family there who's um, the, the, one of the sons, brothers, whatever, lives in Houston, who I've known for years. And, um, and he lived in New York and now he lives in Texas. And so we went over there and his family wept and cried when I was heading to the airport. And then I get to the airport and they're still there and they need more hugs at the airport. Okay. And, uh, and that's kind of how I feel what's going on here is that so many have become family even just since yesterday. And we have a lot of new people here today, which is good because everybody last night got healed. So we need a whole bunch of more people to pray for. So praise God for that. And, um, and so I just want to uh, kind of go over some things. I have about eight messages I want to give today. So um, hallelujah. So I know I'm in South Carolina and where they normally talk a little slower. And I normally talk a little slower here when I'm here because then y'all couldn't understand me. But this church is not that way. So you're going to listen fast, and, and I can talk faster than the average person can listen. But I'm going to cram a whole lot in in the next, like, 45 minutes, or four hours and a half. I don't know which. But we'll see. That will be determined by you. And then um, I want to make sure everybody got one of these, every, at least one for family. If you did not, please raise your hand. And we've got several people around here that are going to hand them out to you. And there they go, right there. So just keep your hand up. want to make sure you get one of these. And, and I love the fact that they have the vision statement of the church up there. I think that is really great because without a vision, people perish. And, and you need to present the vision of the church to the people. You need to have a vision statement for your family. You need to have one individually and then one as a family. You, where you go to work, you, they need to have a vision. Like what is the goal of the company that you work for or what is the goal of the company you own? And as I was praying and, and in, along that line, when I was praying last night and this morning, God just really put in my spirit that there's many of you that are debating about starting a business. You feel like in your heart you're supposed to, and in the natural you're like, this is crazy. All these businesses are folding. Why should I start a business right now? Well, God is putting it in your heart to start a business because he wants to bless that business to help fund the kingdom of God. And that doesn't mean you can't have a nice house with it. Okay, because you can have all the things of the world as long as the things of the world don't have you. And you keep God first in your giving. Okay, you keep those in alignment and you're going to see an incredible breakthrough. And, uh, but if you're really contemplating starting a business, now is the time because the anointing is on entrepreneurship. And if you're in ministry and you think, well, I'm in ministry, should I start a business? Yes. Why not? You know, and the business can run itself. I have a friend um, this is in 09, 
2009, he got ordained. He and uh, he gave an offering of 111 based on Deuteronomy 111. God's going to make you a thousand times more numerous than you are. So he got so excited, he knew God was going to bless it. And da 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 da. This is like in October. So he goes home and finds out that his contract job is over with no severance, no nothing, no vacation, no nothing. You're done. That's it. And it's like, oh, that's not how I expected God to multiply my money. Okay. And uh, so come, uh, he, God told him to go away for a month and live in his cabin, which <laughs> doesn't have electricity or anything. Okay. So he had to live off the land, charge his, he had to still have his phone, but he charged his phone in his car because there was no electricity. And, uh, and he just really sought the Lord. And, and God says, open up a business. And it's like, <laughs> do you know what it is right now in business in 09? It's much worse than now. It was an absolute worst time to start business. And he was used to making about $10,000 a month. And so when you start a business, I had a lot of business background in college. And when you start a business, it will tell you it'll take about five years for you to make a profit. Okay, that's what the normal business is. And so he got an idea to start a business January 2010. His first month take home was over $10,000 profit. And he can run it from his phone. Means that it can go to voicemail while he's praying for people. It can go to voicemail while he's in service. He can also answer it and go ABC and, and just cash the checks. Isn't that good? I like jobs like that. Okay? And so God's getting ready to do that for you. And I just want you to get ready. And if God tells you, now I'm not saying start a business. I'm saying if God told you to start a business, start a business. And God will bless it. Okay? Because he blesses everything we put our hand to do. Everything we put our hand to do shall prosper. See, we know the scriptures. Okay? So here's the vision statement of the ministry is to equip, just like the pastor was saying, equip believers to take the healing power of God beyond the four walls of the church, four corners of the earth. Now, four corners of the earth, once again, is your family, your neighborhood, where you shop, where you work. If you're faithful in that, he might send you to Georgia, North Carolina, okay? And so, but you've got to be faithful in your own town. You want a foreign mission trip? It's real easy. Go to Walmart. Multiple languages spoken there. I mean, you go here. It's, I, it's multicultural. I've never seen such a, a widespread of multicultural people in here, which I think is really awesome. It's kind of like heaven. Okay, that's the way it's supposed to be. And, uh, and then on the inside, these are some of my CDs, some of my books. Up here is the healing school after 52 years in the healing ministry. I have combined books that teach you how to get healed, body, mind, soul, spirit, and finances. Uh, we received the offering last night for the ministry. And while one person came up here um, to put in the wheelbarrow, I thought that's so cool, and uh, to put the offering in, by the time they got back to their seat, they had a financial blessing. Isn't that great? I love it. I love it. I'm so excited about that. Uh, but this right here is the Healing School, seven books, 12 hours of teaching on DVD. If you want to enhance your wisdom, your knowledge in the area of healing, this is the best key that there is. And I want to really encourage you that if you want to know more about healing, getting yourself healed and whole, Pastor talked about 
wholeness, that means even getting your spirit man healed, every area of your life getting yourself healed. And, and that's what's so important is that we get healed. Then you're also going to know how to pray for your family, your neighborhood, where you shop, where you work, okay? So I encourage you to do that. We also offer ordination school and uh, healing schools. So you can get more information about that back at the table. Uh, books, I stayed home during pandemic and wrote five books. And then I wrote another book the next year, and I'm working on another book now. And told I would never read or write. Um, I got 27 books completed and printed. That's pretty awesome. Okay? And why did, why did the enemy try to make sure that I knew I couldn't read or write? Because of 27 books. And what God is doing through the 27 books. Now, I personally have been healed in every one of those areas. And so that makes it so I can teach from any one of those areas. On the back here, we have uh, some shirts say, just don't quit. We have a couple of guys back there if they'll come and model. Yeah. Come on if you're in model. Isn't that good? Yep. He's, he's going to model too, even though he doesn't have one on. You did good. Thanks. And, uh, and like the lady was saying up here, he's like, you know, miracles happen. You wear miracles happen t-shirts everywhere you go. People are going to say miracles happen. We got some that says, if you're really courageous, that say, need prayer, ask me. Oh, that's exciting. Only a few will wear those, okay? And uh, we've got some hoodies, things like that. We also have some anointed blankets. We've seen incredible miracles happen when people sleep under the blankets. Um, then we have, this is upcoming events of ordinations around the nation. God says, take it out of uh, Tomball, Texas. Take it to the nation. I think we're doing seven or eight um, around the country this year. So, which is really awesome. Upcoming events in Houston. And the upcoming events in Houston are available through streaming. Some of you have already said, I've been down there. I'm going to be going back and, you know, things like that. And, um, but anyway, so we got all these things going on down there. All, once again, through streaming. Here's the different colors of the blankets right there. And this right here is a card of scriptures. Scriptures to live by, give by. And it's like, whatever you're believing God for, you know, do it. I'm going to give you a testimony out of here. Uh, and that is Isaiah 45, 3. And it says, I will show you and give you hidden treasures that you know not of. Okay, well, what is it? You know not of. You don't know what it is. There is things due to you that you don't even know about. Okay, so I thought, I'm going to try this scripture. I've been doing this, I don't know, for like 15 years. And it makes it so fun in giving. And so I did $45.30, and which, okay, God, is there anything that is due me that I don't know? Well, I got a check in the mail for a couple hundred dollars. I got another check in the mail for $1,100. People that, in companies that owed me money from like three houses previous years ago. Okay, all this money started coming in, and then I got another one, then it stopped. And I thought, well, I wonder if there's any more. So, um, so I did it again. Because it, it works, you know, once, but it, you can do it again and, and watch what God does. So I did it again. I got a letter in the mail that says, you don't owe any taxes on your property downtown Houston. <laughs> no joke. What property downtown Houston? Okay. And uh, so 
Um, then I, I went on a trip, came back, and I recycled, so I got it out, and I said, I wonder what this means. So I sent a certified letter, and it says, well, your dad left you 2% in property downtown Houston that I know not of. Hallelujah. How, let me repeat. Hallelujah. Okay. So there are some things that you don't even know about that financially that are come. Yes, it's sold. We have a beautiful place. Uh, we have a detention pond, but we made it into a beautiful Hunter Legacy Pond honoring my parents. And, uh, and so I put most of the money in there to make it look really nice rather than just a ditch to collect water, okay? And, uh, and it's just very, very nice. Got a fountain and everything like that. And, uh, but every time I turn around, every time I do that, something else happens. Something else shows up. Uh, I prophesied to a pastor and I said, there's something coming to you that you know not of. And I did not know, but he actually seated in the offering $45.30 that morning. And so that was on Sunday morning, Pennsylvania. I go home. I get a message from a friend of mine, an acquaintance and more of a friend, uh, Monday Martin. I don't know if you know who he is. He's an evangelist. And he says, I'm trying to get a hold of this pastor. And I look him up on Facebook and I, all I see is your pictures on his Facebook. And so can you get us connected? Let him take our phone call. I'm thinking, sure, he wants to go speak at the church. That would be my natural assumption. And so, uh, so I got them connected and it turns out that, uh, uh, Malizzi's uh, mother was from Germany and he didn't know this but had had a mom had had a child out of wedlock in Germany gave her up for adoption and then she comes over to America has two more sons then they didn't know that they had a sister well the sister is here trying to find her brother or brothers and it's Kurt Malizzi and, and all of a sudden, and it's Monday Martin's mother-in-law. And she's been looking for family. Well, how do you know that they're related? I've seen pictures of mom who had died about a year before and her, I can't tell the pictures apart. There's no doubt who her mother was. Their mother is, okay? And so who knows? You might find out that you have a sister that you didn't know about. I have my own drummer in heaven augmenting my statements, but a uh, bing, okay? And, uh, and so understand that there are things that God's trying to get to you, but you've got to latch onto that and believe God for it, not just ignore it, you know, because there's money due me. There's inheritance, even though my parents have been dead for many years, there is more inheritance coming this week. Okay, is that, well, how do you know that? Well, it's because I found out about it and now I'm in the process of doing all the legal things to get it into my account this week. Let me repeat, hallelujah. hallelujah. Okay, God's wanting to bless you in every area. Uh, on the inside, there's a piece of paper that looks like this. If you want prayer this morning, take a moment, fill this out. Let us know how you heard about the meeting. Turn it over on this side list what you personally need to be healed of right shoulder left knee we had a lot of knee replacements last night people got shoulder and movement back in their arms uh pain left their bodies all kinds of things but just list it doesn't make any difference some 
made two pages. Okay, so you've got two in there that you can share with whoever's with you, or if you need both, feel free to use both. And, uh, and then hold on to those, and then we will um, pray over every single person before we leave the building today. Okay, so we tried to get out on a flight today, but there's nothing available today, so we don't leave till in the morning. So here we are. Take advantage of it. And um, this is, I want to make sure, how many of you have the Passion Translation Bible? I love the Passion Translation. This just came out, Ezekiel and Daniel. So we have a few of those left back there. And we bring them because I love Brian Simmons. He's an amazing guy. He and his wife, Candace, are friends. And, uh, and it, we go back a long way and, and we have some of the Bibles back there. If you're not familiar with it, I'll make it really simple. I'll give you one scripture. The average Bible says Jesus wept. Passion translation says as tears rolled down his cheek. I mean, you can just feel the love of God in the, in the difference there. And, uh, so anyway, that's just really good. Uh, I'm going to do a few teachings out of a couple of books that I have. This one's Healing the Whole Man Handbook. I'm going to go to chapter 12. I teach healing, obviously, body, mind, soul, spirit, and finances. But I also teach how to get well, stay well, never get sick again. See, I'd love to come back and teach on the prophetic. I've got teaching back there on the prophetic. I have a book on the prophetic. I can teach on a lot of things outside of healing. So y'all can just get healed and everywhere you go, people will get healed and we can talk about something else. Okay. I don't mind talking about healing and, uh, but doctors use this book. Uh, they used to have their medical book and then they have this book next to it. Chapter 12, um, is on the immune system, electrical and magnetic frequencies, prions and pH balance. So I'm going to do a quick teaching on all three, all four of those, the immune system. Most of you in here uh, have an autoimmune deficiency disease in some way. Uh, it used to be 85% of the people in the United States had a uh, immune deficiency problem. Now it's closer to 95 because of COVID. Now what brings it on is stress and trauma happens. Stress produces stress hormone. Stress hormone's job is to destroy the immune system. It's doing a really good job. And the immune systems are going down. People are getting sick. Somebody walks by, sneezes. Oh my God, I'm going to get sick. Number one, you're confessing that, which we talked about last night. Watch your mouth. And then number two, your immune system is so low that it, you just, you get it. You just get whatever comes by you. And so the only way to kill stress hormones is through laughter. Yes, that helps a lot. Okay. So... As I talk, we'll be laughing a lot because I've, that's just the way I, I teach. I teach so that you laugh your way through to healing and, and revelation. But see, when you understand that you can kill all of the stress hormones through laughter, whether through like my CDs, I Love Lucy, whatever it is, whatever movie you like, watch it and laugh until you cry. Put on some videos of babies laughing. You cannot not laugh watching babies laugh so hard they're crying or they'll fall. Whoa, they fall over because they've laughed so hard. I love it. And, but that will build your immune system. Number two, electrical and magnetic frequencies. We're having earthquakes all around the world. Well, first of all, go back. Garden of Eden, 
perfect electrical and magnetic frequencies. Nowadays, we've had so many earthquakes, it's gotten the earth out of kelter. We do not have the right natural electrical and magnetic pull on our bodies. Okay, now I encourage you to do something. It is not new age, it's a Bible, is to go outside, take your shoes off and walk in the grass. Now, if you can get up, I recommend laying on the ground in the grass. But if you can't get up, make sure you have somebody there to help you get up, okay? And, and, that's, and just, you know, how long do you need to lay there? Like 15 minutes. And if you do that daily, it will help your body. Now, if the doctors have said if your body is in alignment in these four areas, no sickness can come in. See, I want you to have no way for sickness to come in your body. Okay, and I'm, I'll be 70 in a couple of months. I still can't believe that. But anyway, and in the last 20 years, I have not been sick. Since I got a hold of this, I have not been sick. And I don't want you to get sick. Well, don't you even get a cold? No, I don't get sick. Okay, I got healed of all my allergy problems. I got healed of all that. Do you sneeze every once in a while? Yes, because I put too much pepper on my food. Okay. And uh, you see on a plane, look out, man. Everybody goes freaks out. It's pretty funny, especially when you're on a 16-hour flight and they're not going anywhere. Uh, okay, so uh, once again, go outside in the sun. Obviously, it's raining now, so it's not necessarily recommended right now. But to go outside and allow the natural magnetic pull of the earth go into your body. Very important, okay? And that one, this is natural. This is not New age. I just want to repeat that. Next one's prion. Prion is a bad cell eating good cells. Cancer, COVID, MS, variety of things like that. If you're praying for somebody, I wonder if they have any prions. Curse them anyway. If they don't have any, it won't hurt. Okay? And command them to go. And, uh, and prions, now this is my opinion, that when you have COVID, you have antibodies. Antibodies are not in your body. They're prions that are designed to destroy your life, your lungs, your energy, and everything. So if you've had COVID uh, or the vaccination, we have sheets back there that will tell you the prayer for if you've had COVID and the prayer if you've had the vaccination. And, and get free. You know, I had um, a friend this week who had a miscarriage. Because if she had, she was required in her country to have vaccination. And another lady, I just got a message. Um, she was found dead in her apartment this morning. And because of the vaccination. Okay. And so you need to make sure if you've been vaccinated that you know all the details about what's in it and what, what happens as a result. And then majority of the prayer team does know how to handle that also. Uh, and it's full, they actually inject you with prions. It's designed to kill. It's, it's designed to eliminate the population, you know, lower the population. The goal is to eliminate two-thirds of the population. Well, in Africa? No, here. And Africa. So you need to understand. Now, let me ask you another question. How's medicine working for you? Okay, just prayed with the lady today. Took a lot of ibuprofen. And it has destroyed her kidneys. Okay? So, how's, once again, how's medicine working for you? Took the pain away, but it destroyed the kidneys. Okay? 
That's why what I'm teaching is so important that you know how to do this. Okay, good. Thank you. I got one amen. That'll keep me going here. Okay, and the last one is pH balance. Now, when you are under a lot of stress, your pH goes out of, out of kelter. Acid reflux, ulcers, hiatal hernias, IBS, Crohn's disease, all brought on because of stress, trauma, and it blows the pH balance out of order. Okay, so all these are very important. Well, what do I need to do? What medicine do I need to do? It's in your right hand. Actually, it's in your left hand also. And that is, put your hand on your heart. Let's pray over these things right now. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I curse any and all form of stress and trauma in their lives. I command it to be gone in Jesus' name. And Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I command the immune system to be healed, whole and strong and rise up to fight off any kind of sickness and disease. I command the electrical and magnetic frequencies in their body to be in perfect harmony and balance. In Jesus' name, I curse any prions, command them to be gone, die, dead and out of their body. And I command the pH balance to be completely restored in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That is not a one-time prayer. Take your vitamins, do the prayer. Just like that. Very, very important that you do that. And um, I'm going to do another quick teaching. I'm I'm cramming as much as I can in because you're so hungry and you want to know more. Um, This particular um, story um, is in... Uh, healing as a miracle maintenance, how to re- get your level of expectancy up to receive your miracle, receive your miracle and keep your miracle. That's what this book is about. And toward the end, I have um, a story in here. And many times, you know, like there's stories in there and in the Bible and the Bible was written by men. Not a lot of words. You know, Jesus wept. And then, you know, no offense, guys. And it's like, but there's so much left out of the culture and different things in when, you know, when you're, when you're reading the Bible. The passion, even though it was uh, Brian that did it, has so much passion of, of God's heart. It's amazing. The Amplified has lots of words. It's been translated by a woman. I don't know if you knew that or not. Okay, so it kind of explains everything. And so, you know, um, there are many things in the Bible. If you know the culture in Israel, I'm going to Israel again in September. Yes, it's open if you want to go with me. And, uh, but we go over there and we learn a lot of things, or I teach, I should say, a lot of things that is not necessarily explained in the Bible. And um, like, you know, why, I'll, this is a, I'll just throw this one in there. Why did Jesus curse the fig tree? Because it wasn't bearing fruit. Well, the scripture says it wasn't its time to bear fruit. So when we curse something like curse the trauma, we curse it to the very root so it can't come back. An example of cursing the fig tree. He cursed it to the very root. It dried up within 24 hours. He cursed the fig tree because he didn't want anything to cover up sin after he got there. Because the fig leaf was used to cover up sin. Isn't that cool? That was just an extra one. Okay, so I'm going to talk this morning about the woman with the issue of blood. 
She finds Jesus, she just gets healed, good, she goes home. Okay, that's basically what, what they share. But in, in regards to the timing and, and where you are in, in Israel, uh, that if you were on your cycle or bleeding anyway, you could not leave your house. You were considered unclean. You could not go to temple. You could not do anything. So here we have a woman, young woman, who had been bleeding for 12 years. She was exhausted. She needed blood transfusions. Um, and maybe a hysterectomy, all kinds of things like that. Maybe hormonal treatment, who knows what all she needed, but she, she was really a wreck. And, um, and so she couldn't leave her home. She couldn't get married. I'm guessing she's probably about 25, something like that. If she was older, I don't think she would have survived uh, if she was much older than that. And unfortunately, she never got a name. She just got a label, the woman with the issue of blood. Now, that particular story is in three of the Gospels. It's the only story outside of Jesus' death and birth and resurrection that's in um, more than one Gospel. Okay, every once in a while there might be in two Gospels, but she's in three. That means it's a very, very important story, more so than her going and just getting healed. I mean, you know, she didn't have GPS. How did she find Jesus? She didn't have the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit hadn't come yet. But it was like, you know, fire by day and cloud by night, etc., or whatever. And, uh, but anyway, so all of a sudden she heard that Jesus was coming. A lot of you are here because you heard from somebody. And this church will grow. Where can they fit? Don't worry. There's lots of people that they can do multiple services. And they got more chairs that they can put in and maybe a little bit less leg room. But amen. But see... The, the thing is, the more you talk, the more you invite, and the more that you go out of here, pray for the sick, they're going to want to know where you go to church. Because there's not very many churches around like this church. Trust me on that one. Worship was off the chart. Amazing. Just amazing. I want to kind of take y'all home with me. It was great. But she heard that Jesus was coming. Now, you heard I was coming. So all of a sudden, a lot of you got your faith up. You got your hope up. You got, well, maybe I could get healed, different things like that. Okay, she heard, and then she spoke. If I but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made every whit whole, which means completely well. Body, mind, soul, spirit, finances. She was broke. She lost all of her money, and she spent all of her money on diverse doctors. And, and so here she is. Okay, then she acted. She got up. She got dressed. And when you got up this morning, you got up, you got dressed, did your makeup, brushed your hair. She had like no water to get cleaned up. They didn't have modern conveniences back then like they do now. And, and here she's got to go out of her house trying to just get ready with, with not enough blood, depression, loneliness, not in her right mind because she didn't have enough blood in her body. She had no iron because she had lost it all in the blood. And so she eventually gets dressed, goes to the door, knowing that if she goes over that threshold, anybody could kill her legally. They could stone her to death. Some people just didn't want to get out of bed this morning and they didn't make it. Okay? Her life, there's no way she could do that. And to go out and risk your life where they could, you know, have, uh, we just got back from Pakistan. There's a lady, that I, a friend of ours who went with us. She's still there. And her sister, she's a Christian. Her sister is Muslim. And she says, if I ever see you again, I will slit your throat. 
Just like what Pastor was talking about. You don't even know what's going on in the other countries. So I heard from her today. So she has, she's getting ready to visit her sister. So we're praying that it doesn't happen in Jesus' name. And I mean, there's a lot of things that we don't know what people are experiencing all around the world. And that's one of them. You know, and that's our friend. And, you know, she's, she got Holy Ghost Spirit filled. She's amazing. Okay, so she acted. She goes to the door and she goes outside. And she, she just walks. And yes, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, she found Jesus. You know, we say at the corner of Chick-fil-A and McDonald's, and it's right there. They still don't have any of those. They do have McDonald's, but they don't have even street signs. You know, like to go, to tell them to go over here, you know, to this address or that address. They don't have that. How did she find him? How did she find him? I had one lady that she knew that I was in Israel somewhere. She came to Israel from Ireland. She says, I'm going to find her and I'm going to get healed. She went to one place and God says, nope. She goes to another place and God says, sit here. She'll be here in a minute. Pray for her at, um, in the upper room and she got healed. It was pretty awesome. She's a friend today. And so the thing is, she found me, but she knew I was in Israel somewhere. Where? I don't have the tour on, online. And she found me by the leading of the Holy Spirit. But she found, this, the woman with the issue of blood found Jesus and, and pressed through. Now here you have a very tiny, frail woman, very, very weak, pushes through 12 big ushers, security team. Kind of like you over here, okay? You have 12 of these guys over here, you know? And this little tiny, frail person makes it through just to touch the hem of his garment. Not even him, but just the hem of his garment. And all of a sudden, boom, whew, she was instantly healed. What does that mean? Blood transfusion? Yes. All new female body parts? Glory to God. She got her mind back? Okay, because if you're low on blood or iron, you don't think clearly. No more loneliness, no more depression, no more nothing. She could go to temple. And her dad could get her a man. Because she couldn't before because she was unclean. Then Jesus says something very funny. Who touched me? Really? All knowing Jesus, who he knew who touched him. Absolutely he knew who touched him. He says, I felt virtue go from me. That's the only time that's documented in the Bible that Jesus felt the anointing. If you don't feel the anointing, don't worry. It's still there. Because I don't feel the anointing when I'm praying for people 99% of the time. But they all get healed anyway. I just, I just walk in it and I flow in it. So, you know, and it's like, well, I feel extra anointed. No, I'm just extra anointed all the time. And, and that's just, you know, and if you feel the anointing, that's okay. But it's like, I can't pray for anybody until my hands get hot. Oh, I feel the anointing. My hands are getting hot. No, that is friction. Has nothing to do with the anointing. Jesus said, who touched me? Question, why? Because when she acknowledged it, then he acknowledged her. It exonerated her from her position of the woman with the issue of blood into somebody who is redeemed. And what was behind her was behind her. 
and that she could go forth, go into the temple, get married, and do whatever. And then he says something really funny. Now, woman, don't tell anybody. She goes and tells everybody, of course. I would too, you know, totally healed. And so she goes home. So there's two ends of the story. It's kind of like I think Clue has two ends of the story. And so one is that she goes home, dies two weeks later of starvation. Yes, no. We don't know what happened, but probably not. Number two is she goes home and as she goes to the door, she's got her chickens back that she paid for her medical expenses. Probably got the donkey back, but you're on your own to make the donkey noise. Okay? But she, whatever, was, what she, whatever she used to pay for her medical expenses was totally restored. Because God says, if you're going to get them whole, you're going to make them whole. And that includes finances. Not leave you broke. Not leave you in debt. Not leave you. And understand, things are getting ready to happen here in, in this church. And this, the next week here is a special time on the Jewish calendar from the 23rd till the 1st, actually till Easter, Passover in particular, is that there is just an outpouring of finances, of ideas, of breakthrough. Understand if you've got business, get ready because you might need to hire a few more people. Not a person, but a few more people. I'm telling you, get ready because God's opening up the windows of heaven, of inventions, ideas, and things that will help bring money into the kingdom of God so they can open up another 150 churches in India. How cool would that be? Okay. And, and the thing is, God's looking for people. Hallelujah. God's looking for people that will trust him with the money. And trust him now with your tithes and offerings. So the tithe is received. We're going to receive an offering in a, in a couple of minutes. But see, when you understand that God wants to make you every withhold, every bit of pain, give you Holy Ghost blood transfusions, get your mind back, get your heart healed in emotionally and physically, and get all of your debts paid, and you can't even fathom how awesome this is. It's abundantly above all you could ever ask, hope, dream, or even imagine. Can you imagine living in a really, really nice home with no house payment except for taxes, insurance, cars? We've had, I think, five or six new cars at the ministry since a couple of days before the end of the year in, in three months at the ministry. And we don't have 100 employees yet. <laughs> because <laughs> we're definitely growing, to say the least. But every time we turn around, somebody else get a new car. And it's, I got a new car too, which is really awesome. I've been looking for a car for about four years, and they're not available, used. I, I got one now. I'm so excited. Can I stand it? It's a secondary car uh, for Kelly and I. But the thing is, is what God is wanting to do, he's wanting to open up the windows of heaven, pour out blessing we can't contain. And right now, you've, you can contain everything. Some of you just need to get a bigger person and guys need to get a bigger set of a wallet. You need a man bag just to hold it all. Okay? <laughs> I ain't getting no man bag. You got one. It's just called a briefcase. And, uh, but the thing is, what God is wanting to do is anything and everything that the enemy has stolen, your health, your time, your energy, finances, family, God is restoring now. Now is your time. Now is your season. 
Now is your time for restoration in every area. Now is your time to get your get right-minded in your head and your hormones corrected and your prostate's healed, which I don't touch myself on that one because I don't want one. And I know the anointing that I walk in. But the thing is, I want to really encourage you. Now's the time to seed into what you're believing God for. Seed into your restoration. What the enemy has stolen, God is going to restore. Well, the devil's going to pay. The devil is bankrupt. Okay? So understand, God's got the money to repay you. And you're getting ready to be repaid like you never thought was possible. And I want you to get ready for what's getting ready to happen. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you that this is getting ready to happen in us and that everything that we have lost is being restored. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just speak supernatural blessings and outpouring on this offering this morning. And I ask you to speak to them what you would have them to give. And Father, as they give, you are releasing the financial angels to go and open up doors and bless them Put money in their bank accounts, find money at home that they didn't even know they had, a drawer that they keep a couple dollars in. There's a few thousand in there now. So, Father, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. I thank you for turning everything around. Debts being canceled, debts being paid off, cars being given, houses being debt canceled, the mortgages, death grip is what that means, mortgage is canceled in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, and we thank you that as they give, miracles are going to happen in Jesus' name. Amen. I was just going to hand out some offering envelopes. Uh, The second offering, the checks are made out to Miracles Happen, and you can give with cash, check, or credit card on there. On the back of the brochure, it's text to give. You can also go to joanhunter.org slash donate and make a donation, whether here in the house, we have a lot of people watching online. I'm going to give you a few minutes to do that. And we probably have a song available. Yeah. So I'm going to talk really, really fast. Um, I talked about fear a little bit. And all the fear that comes in, it totally destroys your immune system. During the pandemic, I wrote the book, Annihilate Fear. I wanted one that was like freedom from fear, but I want something more powerful than that. Annihilate fear. There's 38,000 phobias based on fear. Okay, very powerful book. In the back here, um, there's areas, and I have a prayer written out. If you have a problem in that area, you read it out loud, and it's us praying the prayer over you. And this one right here is Power of Prophetic Vision. It's getting you out of your comfort zone and do what God's called you to do. God's given you prophetic words. Let me just ask you a question. How many of you are fully walking in what God has called you to do and what you were born to do? I'm getting there. Okay, nobody. I mean, I'll raise my hand for sure. But the thing is, God wants you to walk out the call of God on, his, on your life. And this will help you do that. Now, Jody's going to help me give these away. Y'all did really good last night. So I'm going to go really, really fast on this. So I need you to run. Okay, good. Okay, this one's called Promises of Abundance. Me reading scriptures on abundance. When Jody gets it in her hand, you scream, Jody! Don't give up. Don't give up is in the Bible. Uh, You can just leave it right there. Thank you. Go and grow. 
And uh, this right here, don't give up, is in the Bible 37 times. We didn't get it the first time. Okay, we need to, we need to not give up. That's why I wrote the book, Just Don't Quit. Position to win is me reading scriptures about getting yourself in a position to receive and to be used of God. This one is called The Real You. And there was, um, in the year 2000, uh, I, we were co-pastoring a church. Church had to shut down because of my now ex-husband's sexual sin with other men. And so shut that, the church got shut down. So my identity as an associate pastor, gone. Identity as a wife, gone. Identity as really a mother because we went through empty nest all at the same time. And, and the homeowner lost that, moved in. I mean, I lost everything. Then diagnosed with breast cancer. I didn't have any idea who I was. I had to figure out who I was. Not, don't, out of all the things that I identified with, the only thing that was the same is I'm still... Charles and Francis Hunter's daughter, okay, which is an honor to say the least. But at that time, that's not enough to live on. I had to go after who I was, find out who I was, found myself, fell in love with myself, and I have fun with myself, and I don't have to have all the other things to, for me to have fun or peace, okay? And you think, well, that's kind of weird. No, the Bible says love your neighbor as yourself. You can't love your neighbor or your husband or your children until you love yourself. Okay? This is called the real you. <laughs> Sometimes you better give it to me because your life is in danger. This one is called, <laughs> glad you're back safe, okay? <laughs> anyway, this is called erase the pain of your past where God goes in and wipes out all the bad memories of things you've done or that were done to you. Paul says, forgetting those things which are behind me that I did and that were done to me, I'm gonna press for the prize of the mark of the high calling. And we need to leave that baggage behind. Paul, Saul who became Paul, went into the wilderness. How long was he in the wilderness? How many years did God tell him to come out? And he said, <laughs> no. They're going to kill me. So he stayed in his comfort zone and didn't come out. I'm here to tell you it's time to get out of your comfort zone. Erase the pain of your past. This is on soul ties and covenants. Renouncing soul ties. You can have a soul tie with a previous church. But if you have been married before, you're no longer married to that person. You need to renounce the covenant. And it will totally, completely change your life. If you've ever done pornography, you form covenants because as a man has done it or a woman in their heart, they've done it. And this will get your heart and your life purified. Pastor talks about holiness. This will really help you get holy in getting rid of any kind of junk and covenants of the past. Some people don't want to admit that they need that one. The real you is a whole lot easier to admit to. Anyway, I have lots of other books back there. One I just did is called Just Don't Quit. Don't give up on your dreams. It's time for your dreams to become your memories. Okay? Too many people, no matter what your age, you feel like, well, I can't do anything else. You know, I mean, out of all the people for God to choose, you've chosen a 70-year-old woman to go to probably eight, nine new countries this year. 
just finalizing Iceland. How fun is that? Not been to Iceland. Faroe Islands, if you're not familiar with it, look at it. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I'll be going back there. And not to mention Africa and a variety of other places. And I get to go to Israel again, which is really awesome. If you've not been to Israel, go to Israel. Find a tour to go with, whether us or somebody else, get to Israel. But it's so, it's so, you know, there's bombs and everything. Yeah, but they got the Golden Dome. Ever heard? I mean, they're not, the bombs aren't getting through because they're being destroyed before they get there. Okay? The, the army of Israel does not sleep. And if they do lay down, they sleep with their boots on to be ready to go 24 hours a day. It's pretty impressive. It's kind of how we should be in the army of the Lord. Amen? Okay, so um, I have literally two minutes to pray for everybody. Because <laughs> see, if you don't honor the clock, they don't ask you back. So I'm gonna honor the clock. But I will tell you this, in just a few moments, we'll have the healing team come on up here and you bring your piece of paper up and we will stay and pray for you until everybody is prayed for. We prayed an extra hour last night and everybody that came got prayer. Majority of them, if not all of them were healed. I'm hearing great reports this morning of many people getting healed. And um, uh, is there anybody, I'm just gonna kind of start off with one. Anybody here with fibromyalgia? We had two people healed of fibromyalgia last night. Okay, you have fibromyalgia? Okay, come on up here. It's a good thing I know how to pray fast, right? You got a big list. We're gonna take care of fibromyalgia first because of that thing right there. Okay, I'm gonna put my glasses on. This helps me translate people's handwriting. Stand on the other side of John. Right over here. There we go. Okay, D, DDD or DID? Degenerative disc disease. Okay. And so she just needs a whole new spine. Mm -hmm. Scoliosis, um, degenerative um, arthritis joints. This is screaming to me. You've had a lot of trauma in your life. Yes, and part of it's genetic. Okay. My mother had it, my grandmother had it. And probably trauma in their life. Yeah. She has lost three to four inches, right? Mm -hmm. I'm always five, seven. It was going to come, it's going to come back right now. In case you didn't, weren't here last night, people were growing, getting their height back, right? Right, yeah. He, how tall are you now? Six, five now. He got his height back, so I had to get on the step to pray for him. Okay, and... Okay, she has a huge list, so I'm going to do as quickly as I can, but I'm going to make sure that she gets healed, and I'll probably pray for you after we dismiss, okay? So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in Jesus' name, and Father, in the name of Jesus, because she's given me the authority to break off any form of generational curses of the arthritis and uh, just degenerative disc disease, everything. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, that generational curse is broken off in Jesus' name. She's got a lot of reflux, things like that, digestion, stress, etc. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak health and wholeness into the entire digestive system. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, is assignment of death. I normally pray assignment of death over your destiny, which is like procrastination on steroids. 
okay? Because the enemy doesn't want you to walk out your destiny, okay? But she's got a little bit more than that. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, this assignment of death over you, I command it to be gone. Any poison snake venom that has come in, uh, any generational curses that came in from fetal material, in the name of Jesus, any prions, I command every bit of that to go in Jesus' name. And this assignment of death that came with that, I command every bit of it to go. I curse neuropathy in Jesus' name. I command the blood pressure to return to normal in Jesus' name. I speak a brand new right shoulder and all the way down the arm, all pain to go, cholesterol and uh, to be back to normal, a brand new thyroid in Jesus' name. I curse the spirit of fibromyalgia, trauma, chronic fatigue syndrome. I command every bit of it to go in Jesus' name. Every stress ball in this body to be supernaturally released in Jesus' name. And I'll open your eyes. I speak health and wholeness to this neck all the way down the spine, height restored. See her growing? I'm not lifting her up. Y'all see that? I can see it. That's good. I was looking up at you. And now you're not. <laughs> but you got your height back. Hallelujah. See, the woman got everything back and you got your height back. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now check and see if you have any pain left in your body. She's not hurting anywhere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And see, what God wants to do is he wants to heal you. And it's like, how many of you know somebody with fibromyalgia? Yeah, raise your hand if you do. Now you know how to pray for all my trauma, chronic fatigue, etc. Okay, I'm going to pray for her one more. Okay. Yeah. Thumbs up, right? Show, yeah. Thumbs up right there. Okay. Okay, arthritis, depression, and fibromyalgia. That is not any of those. No. So what's that? Uh, torn tendon. Torn tendon. Have you had surgery on it? Yes. Do you have, still have pain? No. Okay. So we'll get that. And so the next time you have the x-ray or whatever, they'll go, what'd you do? It got healed so fast. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in Jesus' name. I command it to be gone. I curse depression in Jesus' name and any kind of hopelessness, oppression, I command every bit of it to go. I curse the spirit of fibromyalgia, pain, chronic fatigue. In Jesus' name, I command every bit of it to go and every bit of arthritis throughout this body, I command it to be gone. All pain, all stress balls to go. Any form of height that she's lost, I speak it restored in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we just speak complete healing to that thumbs up right there in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Say thank you, Jesus. Now check and see if you have any pain left. No. None. Isn't that great? Yes. You got healed of fibromyalgia. Amen. And you're going to wake up in the morning refreshed. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 I could go on and on and on, but um, I tried to give you as much as I could while I was here. And I'm, I'm so excited. I just consider it a real honor to be here. I have thoroughly enjoyed last night and today. I'm not leaving. I'm just going to turn my mic off in just a second. I'm going to have those that are trained uh, from my school to come on up here. Uh, these have been trained. They've read all my books. They've gone through ordination, uh, etc., and been prayed over, anointed, and they walk in the power of God in a, an awesome way. So come on up. Yeah, we've got lots of people all over. And they've come, they've, some of them have, have driven five hours, like they've driven five hours to be here.
to, to help pray with you. And so what I want you to do is take your piece of paper and then get in the lines here. I'm going to pray a dismissal prayer and then get in the lines. And then as one opens up, you go to them and understand Jesus is the healer, not Joan. Okay. And understand what I'm doing up here. You can do wherever you go. You don't have to have a service. You can do it wherever you eat, wherever you go, grocery store. You know, just start going into a grocery store and go. If they're leaning on their cart, they probably got a back problem or a leg problem. Go get them, okay? And uh, wherever you go, people need healing. I don't know if y'all, I think y'all have a Cracker Barrel fairly close around here. That's a good place to go. Because the older you are, the more you want to go to Cracker Barrel, Okay? These, I think that's so, and I like Cracker Barrel myself, but no matter how old I am. And uh, Father, I just thank you. I speak a blessing over this church, a blessing over Pastor Nikki and all the churches that it represents here. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak an apostolic blessing in Jesus' name for this church and all of its members to prosper, to walk in healing, to function in the area of healing, to pray for people with results. And Father, right now, I just thank you for what you're going to do in and through this church, specifically as a result of me being here. And Father, I speak blessings over all the offerings that have come in and anybody that has bought anything at the bookstore, that the blessings and the anointing on the books and the blankets will come to fruition in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God bless you and feel free to come on down and let's get the rest of you healed in Jesus' name.